Thank you, kings and queens, for tuning in to Uncommon Women. I'm Shanira. And I'm Jenny Lee. And today we're doing things just a little bit different. We have actually reached our 100th episode for today. So I'm super honored for um, this platform and to be able to continue to just speak lives into others that's listening and to also um, give appreciation uh, to our past guest speakers in regards to their accomplishments. So without further ado, we have created a video um, in regards to some highlights from our past uh, guest speakers, and we appreciate you for coming on Uncommon Women. Uh, we thank you for all your achievements, and we hope to see you at the top. So just here's a minute to congratulate some of you. some of our speakers. Uh, thanks again for tuning in and being a part of Uncommon Women. Without further ado, we do have an amazing uh, coach beauty that's going to come on today and, you know, just teach us about how to love ourselves from inside and out. Uh, by the name of Amber, she has a passion for seeing others succeed. She's known as the beauty coach and dedicated to helping women from all walks of life fulfill their true potential through powerful healing and meaningful growth. She does so by building your spirituality and natural by her goal is to help women become more well-rounded and joyful and individuals from inside and out. So thank you so much, Amber, for coming on today. And um, it's such a pleasure for you to be a 100th episode uh, <laughs> podcaster today <laughs> with us. I, um, I, I feel so like, what? Like I didn't even know. <laughs> That's the crazy thing about it. I was like, oh, really? Yes, it's definitely an accomplishment for us. Um, yeah, definitely. Before we get into today's topic, can you tell us a little bit about you and how was your life growing up? Okay, so um, I'm Amber. I'm the beauty coach. I love to coach uh, women, really, and men um, out of broken, uh, traumatic places and help them discover beauty from within. And what I mean by that, helping them discover beauty from within, I literally help them discover something about themselves that they had no idea that was there or it was laying dormant. Mm -hmm. And the reason why they had no idea it was there or it was laying dormant because they had a lot of trauma and brokenness on top of it. Mm -hmm. um, as a child growing up, um, I had a decent uh, background. It wasn't perfect. Um, later on in life, I realized that both of my parents came from dysfunctional homes themselves and they never had healing from what happened to them as a child. So you all know the saying, uh, when two broken people get together mm -hmm. and marry, they develop and produce and cultivate 
uh, brokenness. So in some areas of their life and in their marriage. So um, we did have some levels of dysfunction, but as I got older, I realized why, and um, I made a change. Did you make a change after maybe experiencing some um, brokenness within yourself or was it more of an aha moment where you've learned from their experiences? Uh, it was more so personal. I think um, a lot of people um, can see someone broken, but then their change comes when they have their own personal suffering. Mm -hmm. So something mm -hmm. about a personal suffering that awakens you into an identity that was meant for you. Yes. Hmm. Mm. That's powerful. Yeah. What is some common issues that you noticed with women um, that we struggle with in regards to identity? Um, a lot of it, well, I'll start by saying this. Um, there's a lot of women that have that inner little girl inside them that needs healing. Okay. And so when you have that inner little girl inside of you that needs healing, you literally grow up without the healing. You grow up to become a young woman that's broken. Yes. And when you are a broken woman, you attract toxicity in your life because it was toxicity from the time that you were little up until the time now until you're healed. Mm, so a lot of that comes with jealousy. It mm. comes with competitive, uh, being competitive with one another, um, not, not truly celebrating one another. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of that mentality is like crabs in the bucket type thing. It's like, okay, well, you're there, I'm not there. And because I don't know who I am, I can't congratulate you because right. you're there. Mm -hmm. mm. We deal with that a lot. I see it, especially in the school system, because I've worked in the school system for uh, 20 years. And I was just sharing this earlier on uh, my last podcast. I worked in the school system for 20 years with children. And I worked with, you know, uh, normal children. I worked with... Um, down syndrome children. I work with mentally retarded children. I work with every level of a child that you can think of. And now that I'm in the uh, adult world of uh, teaching children, I'm sorry, teaching um, a lot of adults, I realize the connection. And the connection is this, that the children mindset is also with adult mindset. Mm -hmm. And it's only because they did not heal from within. Hmm. And you see that a lot. I see a lot of people, you know, they, instead of congratulating you or helping you, if they have the information, they'll keep it within their self because they yep. don't want you to go higher than what they are when it's enough room for everybody. At the top yep. the yeah. They're, and you know, I think that's self insecurities within mm -hmm. their self. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. I agree. Instead of just like applauding each other, just, just bringing each other down too, you know? And then that's right. where like, when you're like, oh, well, she's hating on me and he's hating on me. So that's where the, my, the mentality comes from. Like, you know, they just, even just, even if some, the small accomplishment, they're just, just like, oh my gosh, like, look at her. Now she thinks she's better, be better than somebody. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's not even really the case. Um, you know, God blesses people on the level at their maturity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, if there's a certain thing that's not happening in your life, you need to check your level of healedness, wholeness, and maturity. 
Right. Okay. Those are my hashtags. I use it a lot. Be healed, oh be whole, God. be mature. Mm. Um, a lot of us can portray one thing on social media, but behind closed doors, we are little girls who are broken, okay. who mm -hmm. are traumatized, who needs a healing, who's watching everybody else in their lane and watching what they're doing. And because you're so full of watching everybody else, you're not able to even confront what's going on with you because it's full up looking at everybody else. Mm. So in order for you to actually begin to heal, you need to actually dismantle and detox from everything and everyone else and be filled worrying about you. Mm. Can you um, give some steps on ways where women can just build their confidence? I think one of the first ways is being truthful. There is no way that you can actually really begin to build anything, especially confidence, unless you stop lying to yourself. Mm -hmm. Being accountable. Mm -hmm. Right. No. The, mm -hmm. the accountability and the responsibility is a huge thing. And that connects with maturity. Maturity says I'm going to take accountability and responsibility for the fact I don't have the confidence that I wish I had. Truth is number one. And then you actually begin to work on the truth that you've discovered about yourself. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't like this when this happens. I don't like that when that happens. I feel this way secretly. Then I feel that way. There are many different um, ways of confronting. And I think one of the ways of confronting a truth is watching your life. Is it going up or is it going down? Mm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. yeah. It's almost like for me, I'll just use me for example, because I love talking about me. Okay. I'm real free talking about me. <laughs> um, I suffered severely from low self-esteem. And it really started in high school. I always felt different as a child. Um, I just did not feel, look, talk like everybody else. And that started it. And then high school made it worse. And then as I became adult, I began attracting toxicity mm. and dysfunction because that's, that is what was going on with me. Mm. I was toxic within my own self. Don't, I, I don't think a lot of people really realize this. When you feel rejected, everybody else can discern that, that you feel that about yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's not all the time that uh, it's on other people. It actually is on you first because how you feel about yourself, it exudes and everybody else will be able to feel it. Mm -hmm. When did you receive that self-awareness that you know, you had something going on with within yourself and that caused, you know, dysfunction within relationships. Um, I think one of, I would say at the age of 30, 30, okay. 30 years old, I begin praying about my identity. Mm. Okay. And so I remember hearing God tell me, Amber, I made you how I want you to be. That's you doing this to yourself. Mm -hmm. I said, yeah, he's true. He, he, he's right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, if, if I can be truthful, he was not lying. Mm -hmm. He was actually telling oh, the God on the truth. 
And what I was doing to myself is I was beginning to, if I can use that word, shape shift myself mm -hmm. into a place where, okay, if I act like this, if I dress like this, if I look like this, then everybody's going to like me. And what you have to understand is it does not matter how much you shape shift yourself into you thinking that people going to like that. Mm -hmm. They discern the real you. So yep. if they discern a greatness about you, they're always going to have a problem with you. It right. does not even yeah. matter if you try to shape shift yourself into what you think they, they would like. When it comes yeah. down to relationships, I'm going to go back to what I said earlier. If you have a lot of insecurity, inferiorities, um, toxic ways, dysfunctional ways inside of you, that is what you're going to attract. Mm -hmm. You attract what's going on inside of you. And I think a lot of women don't realize that. Like people can see the type of relationship that you're in. Don't you realize that people can discern that, whether it's on social media, mm -hmm. whether you're out. Social media is not as, as difficult and as bad as what people think. Mm-hmm. Because America, yeah. these people that are on social media, they're not stupid. They know what you have going on ain't real. It's not no. authentic. And it's because authenticity does not live within here. Yes. No. Mm -hmm. It shows character when you're very authentic. It does. Yeah. It definitely yep. does. I agree. Yeah. So um, when you help these women on mm -hmm. coaching, how how do you help them transition and needing to to becoming the best version of themselves well as i stated earlier it starts with truth mm -hmm. and then if they need to talk for hours about the truth that they've recognized about themselves because of what happened to them then that's what we'll do okay and then my next question to them is okay so what what are we going to do from here where are we going are we going to continue to live in this or we're going to have our human moment and move on. And one of the things that I share with women, and it's just not coaching, it's also me being a teacher because um, I teach aesthetics at a beauty college. Okay. So I encounter a whole lot of women. Okay. And so once I talk with them and I tell them, I said, okay, we, we understand that has happened. I'm not um, ignoring your feelings. I understand. What are we going to do from now? One of the things that a lot of women and men have to do, and I put men in parentheses, I know today is more so about women, but I know some men may be listening. Um, but one of the things that has got to happen is you've got to set boundaries with atmospheres and individuals that are around you that's enabling you to stay in this brokenness. Yes. Mm -hmm. And once you set those boundaries, you really know who you're dealing with. Mm -hmm. Guess what? Because now they know, okay, so they're waking up. Okay. They're becoming more healed. They're mm -hmm. becoming more whole. I can't benefit off their brokenness anymore. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. I, the reason why I get so passionate and so excited about it, because that was my life. As long as I stayed insecure, as long as I stayed low self-esteem, as long as I didn't know my identity, oh, folks was having a field day, as they my mom would say. Yeah. No. They, like they was having a field day. 
taking but advantage the of moment, you. Yeah. And did mm-hmm. you not know? And we, we're going to move into narcissism in a minute. Okay. We're going to go into narcissism. That's one of my specialties. Um, the moment I begin to learn who I am, did you not know the spirits in those individuals started looking at me like, mm-hmm. like, wait, okay, wait a minute. She's, she ain't the same no more. No, I can't benefit from that. Okay. So she's really finding out who she is. And then those people start acting up mm-hmm. and start calling you crazy. Yep. <laughs> That's yep. exactly right. <laughs> they yep. try to reverse the psychology on you. Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't know what you're oh, talking what, about. Where are you? See, this is what I said earlier on a podcast and it's on my Instagram. If anyone wants to go and listen to it, I realized something. The moment that you're not healed from your brokenness. And let's go back to that inner little girl, little boy. Let's go back to that. At that very moment, that trauma is taking place. I'm going to tell you what happens. People literally separate themselves at that moment from that little girl, that little boy and that trauma. And they begin to create an identity about themselves. Mm. And guess what you have to do with an identity that you created? You got to keep lying. You got to control. You got to manipulate. And then narcissism begins to be cultivated. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's that's what happens. And this is what I tell a whole lot of women that are in certain relationships, that are in family relationships. And it's not, I don't want us to just uh, pinpoint romantic relationships tonight. That is not the main thing. There are many different relationships out here. Friends and family can be toxic. Yep. As well. mm-hmm. They, can, they be. can be narcissists yeah. as well. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. So this is relationships as a whole, not just romantic. Mm-hmm. Because something doesn't add up if your romantic relationship is on point and all the other relationships around you is not. Hmm. It's almost like a spiritual person, you know, spirituality and naturality goes hand in hand. Right. Okay. I've never, maybe y'all can correct me, but I've never seen a mature spiritual person and an immature natural person doesn't go together or vice versa. It goes hand in hand. If you are immature spiritually, you are immature naturally. If you are immature naturally, you are immature spiritually. I agree. Mm -hmm. You can't mix the two. It's like water and oil. It don't mix. Yeah, no, not at all. And this is why you have a lot of individuals on social media that's bamboozling folks mm-hmm. with this aesthetics of, I, I should say, we, if we if I feel like we're going spiritual here. So with the aesthetics of you presenting a superficial anointing mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. theatrics, I, I've never, I didn't read that in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah. I'm just saying. Preach girl, preach. I'm, I'm just saying, I, I, I've, I'm like, how are y'all not discerning this? See, when you are a whole mature person, your spirituality is on point. Mm-hmm. You don't follow trends. Right, right. You don't follow trends. You don't follow the theatrics and the aesthetics of Christianity. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, we, if we're going this route, Mm-hmm. You don't follow that. You follow what your spirit is saying. 
But no. so many people, there's so many narcissists in many different positions, spiritually and naturally, they're able to condition and brainwash your mind to believe anything. And if you are an individual that's easily swayed, you're going to sway over there. Mm-hmm. No, no. You're going to sway. Truly indeed. I've seen it happen too often. Mm -hmm. And that goes back to knowing your identity. Yeah. Correct. Definitely knowing your identity. Because when you know who you are and you're confident in yourself, you can't be swayed easily. You can't. Nope. Not at all. Mm -hmm. Especially mm -hmm. if you're speaking spirit to spirit. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, that's that's the first coming. one right there. Because <laughs> yeah. confirmation is going to come. Yeah. And that's going to knock the door down until you listen. That's the first <laughs> one right there. This is why I don't understand how a lot of people say that they're so spiritual, but you're not able to discern a bamboozler mm -hmm. in the spirit. Mm hmm. You're not able to discern that. I, 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 help me out. Make it make sense. And people have been conditioned to see this one thing, like this, this one particular thing for so long. That's got to be right. Anybody that comes mm -hmm. up against that, it's, oh, you, oh, you this, you that. It's because you've mm -hmm. been conditioned. And a lot of people have been conditioned in the spirit, in the natural, conditioned in toxicity, conditioned in dysfunction. Hmm. goes hand in hand. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of people sometimes may get discouraged when it, it doesn't, when they're trying to change and it doesn't happen right away. Of course. Can you yeah. explain, can you explain that? Um, first of all, anything that you do has to be consistent, consistent. Correct. But can you explain the process of what a woman has to do in order to get on a better path from getting away from toxicity. Okay, so this is what I'm gonna say with that. If you've been around a particular person, a particular environment for a long time, it's gonna take some time for you to detox and dismantle right. mm, yeah. what you've been conditioned, okay? It's gonna yeah. take time for dismantling and detoxing. Mm -hmm. A dismantling and a detoxing doesn't and it happened overnight. Right. Mm -mm, it does not do that. You've got to, you've got to weigh in on what has, and really process what has really happened to you. Take some time. Success takes time. Yes. And even success in learning who you are Take time. I told you all, I'm 42. I don't mind telling mm -hmm. my age. I'm 42. And you look good. You look oh, good. thank you. You look amazing. Listen, the students, sometimes I got to get with them because I'm like, y'all, I ain't 24 years old now. Don't, don't, you know, just because I look 24, I'm not, you know, so that could be a bad thing. Eh, that could be a good thing, but that could be a bad thing. Because, <laughs> you know, they think, like, oh, she just, they yeah, no. They're going to test you. <laughs> they test me because I'm like, okay, I am 42. Don't you forget that. Um, you know, these are adults. You know, they're like 17, 18, right. 19, 20, 20. Some of them are even my, some of them are my age and older. So, um, but success, uh, it takes time in uh, learning your, it took time for me. I told you all, I started praying at the age of 30 mm -hmm. about mm -hmm. my identity. And I say at the age of 40, I got an awakening. That's 10 years. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's 10 years. 
It's not going to happen overnight if you've been conditioned for so long. That's impossible. Mm -hmm. That's not real. And anyone who says it that, oh, I just I just learned my identity just like that. No, you didn't. Mm -mm. That's not true. It's almost like if I can use this example, it's almost like someone that has been abused. Mm -hmm. They've been conditioned. And when they come out of it, they're still jumpy. They're still fragile. fragile. They're still that's the same thing with a woman that never knew who she really was. Yep. She still mm-hmm. guess what? Sometimes you you will even go back and forth. You know why? Because the cortex of your brain, I'm I'm finna go into some psychology here. The cortex of your brain, did you know going back and forth, that's like an addiction? Mm-hmm. The cortex of your brain. I want everybody to look it up. That's that's listening to this. I'm I'm not just making up something. When you have been battling back and forth with something, it's like a drug. You've got mm-hmm. to wean yourself off of that level of toxicity and dismantle what you've been conditioned by. You've got to, and it's going to take time. There's no overnight success. Anything that's an overnight success is a scam. I think you pointed out something very good. You said it's like a drug. And I think we also need to add that when you are trying to transition yourself from that you have to remove yourself from that yep. environment. You have yep. to remove yourself yeah. from those people. That's right. In order for you to grow, in order Come for on. you to be consistent into being who you want to be, your purpose, you have that's to right. remove yourself from anything that's caused you harm. Correct. And that's what that's where I was a couple of years ago. Was around a group of people. And because I suffered so severely from low self-esteem and not feeling adequate, not feeling good enough, not feeling this enough, not feeling that enough, I conditioned my mind, body, soul, and spirit under that condition. Yes. So when I left that situation, I had to take a sabbatical. And when I took a sabbatical, let me tell you, it freed me to a place. This is this is what you see now. That sabbatical did that. And it's something about taking a sabbatical and really getting in tune with God. And I'm talking about the real God now. I ain't, I ain't talking about what these other people are doing. I'm talking about the real God. Because let me tell you something. The real God, he has no respect of nobody. Mm-hmm. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you say. The real God ain't got no respect of nobody. So when he start telling on folks, it's going to I'm going to say, I'm gonna say no, it's 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 good <laughs> I'm going to say that again. When he start telling on folks, you better listen. Because guess what? Mm. It's not going to line up with the conditioned individual mm-hmm. that set this image and put this identity together for you. Nine times out of ten, he's going to say something opposite. And that's what happened to me. That's what freed me. That's who introduced me to narcissists and uh, narcissism. And what I'm going to share with that, I'm, I'm going to go into a little bit of Bible, just, just a little bit, not, not too much, but just a little bit. Um, I was in my sabbatical and God shared with me that Lucifer, Beelzebub, Bilal, mm. was a narcissist. Mm. 
Mm. I said, now, I said, now, God, if I say this, you got to give me facts, receipts, and proof. Like, I'm not coming out here. Yeah, yeah right. talking <laughs> crazy. Evidence. I mean, I don't know who's going to see this, this live here, but I said, I ain't coming out here talking crazy. You know what he said? He said, remember I told you to study narcissism and the characteristics? I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. And remember the characteristics that you studied, you've been around for, whew, gosh, almost 20 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, knowing different people, being in different relationships, right. uh, family ships, just different places. And I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, now look at Lucifer's life. Just, just, I just want you to look at it. He named things. Okay. Lucifer was grandiose, correct? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm, yeah. He was prideful, correct? Correct? Yes. Yeah. Correct. He wanted to be greater than mm -hmm. God. Correct. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go even further. And this one right here going to blow your mind. And I'm and I'm telling everybody that's listening out. If I hear this again, you got it from me. The smear campaign that he did to have a third of the angels to fall for him, fall with him, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That lets me know that he was up there running his mouth, and a third fell with him because of what they heard. Isn't that what's happening today? Yeah. Yeah. Manipulation. Mm -hmm. Come on yeah. and control. Yeah. yeah. That Why was a revelation. Not? that he gave me in my prayer time in the sabbatical. Wow. Wow, that's powerful. Wow. Have me speechless even thinking about that. That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, go, yeah. you know, I always tell people, I yeah. talked about something today on the other podcast and I can't remember what I said. Oh, I know I was talking to um, a, a young lady out of Mexico and I began sharing with her about Job and I told her, I said, I want you to go and study Job. And I was telling her something. I can't even remember what I was telling her. She said, I'm going to go do that. So these things that God has shared with me, I guess in the natural, if I could say it like that, and I mean narcissism, because God, when I went on my sabbatical, he didn't take me straight to the Bible. Nope. I'm not even going to sit here and lie on him. Nope, he didn't. He began to tell me about narcissism and, and narcissists, women and men. And that has become my specialty. Wow. And I think a lot of people <clears throat> take for granted that women can be narcissists as well. Yeah. Oh, 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 And you can pick up their traits too. Yes. Correct. Foundation. Yeah. We talked about that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's why you have to be careful of um, connecting with mean women that does conferences. Mm. Mm. Help me out with, mm. I, I don't, I don't understand that. How are you mean, nasty, but you doing a girl get together conference? Like you're going to transfer that nasty, mean spirit yes. <laughs> onto all of these women. That I, That's what I said. You've got to, in this season, if I could just say this, in this season, please, folks, use discernment. Stop patty caking and brushing things under the rug with these false identities. Mm -hmm. That's what we're doing. And I said, I refuse to be a part of that. Um, there was a time I remember. This, this is going to trip you out. I remember when I did my first sermon in 2015. Yep. I preached my first sermon in 2015 and I had some individuals around me at that time. I knew that were jealous, you know, competitive and that type of thing. You know, they were preachers too. 
And um, I had one young lady, couldn't tell me, God used me. Mm -mm. You know, she said, um, yeah, uh, you, yeah, you, you, you know, they say you're pretty, but you're so country. What? Oh, no. I said, okay. Now, the enemy tried mm -hmm. to give me a complex Tested. about my <laughs> Okay. Uh -huh. So I felt like, see, see, that was that insecurity that was trying to rise up again. I recognized it and I said, okay, well, you know, I didn't even really respond. But later on, see, this is where you talked about the enemy earlier. He will try to plant a little seed. Yes. Use people mm -hmm. yep. <laughs> and bring up the thing that you thought you was here from. Come yep. on. <laughs> I'm telling you. But see. This is what I've discovered. This is what I realized that, okay, yeah, you can plant the seed. You know, you do what you do. It's up to me whether I'm going to live in it or not. Right. Yep. Because the spirit of offense is always going to come. That's yep. never yep. going anywhere. That's right. It's never going anywhere. It is what you do when the spirit of offense come upon you. Come on. And that yep. shows growth. Mm -hmm. Come on. Your yep. response. Yep. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So guess what? I got more country -er. <laughs> say it girl say it <laughs> i got more country -er. i got more country -er. i didn't change oh let me uh, uh, no no in my classes when i'm teaching and i get excited about something especially when i'm talking about life um life skills and healthy professional that's two chapters in my book that i've got to teach i get excited i get country mm, awesome but that's who you are it that's, is that's mm -hmm. you Loving your identity, being oh, yes. authentic, as we talked about, and oh, owning yeah. it. And owning it. Yeah. I do. Mm -hmm. I do. Embracing I do. it to the fullest. Yeah, mm -hmm. I do. There was a time that I wasn't like this, though. Very reserved and quiet. And and I'm still melancholic, but it's just, you see the sanguine side of me. I'm an introvert, but I know when to be an extrovert. Yes. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, if I was just on here and I had the docile and... Yeah, and you know this is what happened, and that and that and da da da. Uh, but because I get so passionate, and because I'm so excited about my change, I want others to feel that as well. And that's what moves. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, that's what's gonna move. Yeah, at the end of the day. Yep. No, yeah, it sure yeah. does. With you doing your teaching, yes, and you know first having your women, you know, be aware of their identity when they have accountability on it. Do you ever revisit their childhood so that they can see the foundation of how that affects you as an adult? Um, that's actually the number one thing. How was your childhood? Mm -hmm. Let's talk mm -hmm. about it. Well, you know, I've had some that say, yeah, you know, my, my father was abusive. You know, my mother was always fussing. Da, da, da. You know, they share different stories. And I said, okay, um, what, do you, what, what do you want to do about that? Meaning, do you want to live in that and just keep that as an excuse of you not growing? Or do you want to be in that moment because you're human? Right and then move on. You've got to, at some point in your life, 
you've got to take an accountability and a responsibility for your own healing. And you can't keep blaming childhood. You can't keep blaming this relationship. You can't keep blaming that relationship. But what I will tell the individuals that are listening tonight, the longer you stay in something, the harder it's going to get, it's going to be to get out. True. True. It's going to be so hard to pull yourself away from that level of toxicity and dysfunction. Mm-hmm. Because the longer you stay in it, you become conditioned in it. You become one with it. And mm-hmm. that dysfunction and that toxicity becomes one with you. Yeah. And so it doesn't matter who you're around, relationship, job, whatever. That is all you're going to exude out. So yeah. Is drama, toxicity, mm-hmm. dysfunction. You don't know how to talk to people. You don't know how to handle people. Just so much. I deal with this every day when I go to school. Mm. But say, but it also makes it also comes to where, since they're so conditioned in it, yes, and so used to living in that, and they're so stuck, they also become a victim through it. That's correct. That's true. It's, e- it's mm-hmm. easy. Guess what? That's so <clears throat> true. If you've been living in it and you've become conditioned to it, you're an easy target for a narcissist. Mm-hmm. Mm. Do you not know that these people that are narcissists, they have strong discernment? Mm. They can't go and bamboozle someone who's strong. They don't even look at you. Oh, but they see watermelon over there. I don't want to call anybody's name just because just in case someone's name is, you know, here. Sister Watermelon over there or Mr. Potato. Let's go to women. I, I want to touch on women. I feel this very strongly. The reason why a lot of men and women are in the relationships that they're in now is because both parties, as I stated earlier, are broken. So you're attracting that. And once that man or that woman realizes this is not really what I want anymore, this is not really, oh, this is not it. And a lot of times they're saying that in their private time. They're not really saying that to their significant other. They're so conditioned, so scared, So, oh my gosh, I don't know what they're going to do. They stay in it. That's why they stay because they're comfortable there. If you watch some of these people that have been married for 40, 50, 60, 70 years, uh, my mom shared this with me and I thought this was so interesting. My mother is 67 years old and I've educated her at her age with everything that I've experienced, everything that I know, everything that I've studied. And and what I will say, and I keep reiterating this, and I said this earlier today on my other podcast um, that I was a guest on, I said, I don't have a psychology degree. I'm not a therapist. I'm not a counselor. I don't have any of those degrees, but I have almost 20 years of experience with what I'm talking about, okay? And everything that I studied that all of the psychologists, all of the therapists, and all of the counselors are getting at colleges, I literally lived it. 
I have experience in it. So that makes a difference. Yes. And I just had to go back and really read what I was actually studying or what I was actually living. I studied it. And it just it just became one with me. It freed me that it wasn't me. All of it wasn't me. But guess what? It even opened up some areas in my life. Like, oh, yeah, you know what? And I started telling the truth about me. Yeah, see, yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's like I was just sitting there talking to myself. I know it sounds crazy, but it's like when you're awakened by something. And at, at that time, I was on my sabbatical. Nobody was around but God. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, that is why. That's why I attracted to that. That's why this was attracted to me. This is why this happened. Yep. That's why, because there were some areas in my life that I needed a healing from. I think Kelly Price says it uh, uh, perfectly. I need a healing for my soul. Yes. <laughs> That's what she said. I need a healing for my soul. That was good. You know, we live in a society where uh, people believe that in order for you to be an expert on something, you have to have a degree in it. That's not right. You can no. go by experience. Mm -hmm. Yes, I agree. Mm -hmm. It, it goes my back. Experience is what makes me an expert in something that I'm teaching. Come on here now. <laughs> and, and guess what? If anybody on here is really listening and really think about your life and think about what I've said, you're going to say to yourself, you know what? Yep. I, I experienced like it is really time to tell the truth. Mm -hmm. God, stop living in a lie. Stop living lies. Come on. I'm just being honest. Like, stop it. Finally get to a place where, you know what? Throw my hands up. Yep. I, yep. I, I, need, to, I need to leave this job. I need to leave this relationship. I need to set boundaries. Stop caring what people are going to think. Because the more you stay in it, the more beaten and broken down you become in your spirit and I'm talking to men and women and guess what is a physical manifestation that comes on you yes. when you're depressed in your spirit did y'all know that mm. it literally everybody can see how bad you're looking because you are so depressed and oppressed and, and guess what? There's a little bit of bitterness in there. There's a little bit of anger in there. Mm -hmm. There's a little bit of, and I can even go further than say, there's a little bit of hate in there. You yes. hate where you are. You hate who you're with, but you're trying to smile for the camera. Yeah, come on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I, I told myself I'll be 43 this year. I'm never gonna live like that ever again, never. If I have to set boundaries with every aspect of my life, which I've done, I do it. It has me free, happy, whole, mature today. Amazing. Yes. I think you pointed out something very important um, about anger and bitterness showing within yourself. Yes. Um, a lot of people don't realize that that can shorten your lifespan as well. Yep. Uh, I, I talk about this at the school all the time when I'm teaching certain subjects. And a lot of the times I tell, you know, we have some men that come in for aesthetics, not many, but maybe two, but mostly it's women. Mm -hmm. And I share with them, if you are stressed out, 
it can cause diseases to be produced in your life. So true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you? I mean, y'all, like I'm not an MD. I don't have medical. I'm not an RN or anything. If you allow stress, dysfunction, toxicity, trauma to eat away at you, it will literally produce a disease in your body. So true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. We gotta um, wake up, women. We gotta wake up. I'm serious. <laughs> Go ahead. Like I no, I'm just I'm just in a place of excitement. Mm -hmm. Because of the awakening, and, and this is all on my website. Like I wrote a little thing on my website. There was an awakening that happened with me that has me educating 60 and 70 year olds. Mm. And they're like, oh my God, Amber. my mother is one of them and my father. Oh my God, Amber, I, I tell you, my mother told me just the other day, she said, Amber, gosh, when you're talking about all this narcissism, all this brokenness and trauma, I understand why your daddy was the way he was. I said, yes, ma. He shared with me that he was uh, even physically abused as a child. Mm. Wow handled all types of ways and my father's mix mm -hmm. handled all types of ways as a child and i'm listening to him and i'm just putting my hand on my i'm just doing this number like oh my god he was angry mm -hmm. he was upset like why are you doing this to me so you grow up with that right and guess what that produces a narcissist it produces someone that says listen no one's going to treat me like this anymore Control. If I got to control my life, <laughs> if I got to hurt, if yep. I got to do whatever, you see yes. what happens. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna give you another analogy of narcissists. I was talking with a, a a a young lady that I know, and she shared with. Now this is about a woman, but I'm gonna jump on men for just a second. She shared with me that she loved at one point in her life stealing name brand clothes. Hmm. And she's like, yeah, Amber, I, do, I just don't know why. I said, I know why you do it. Because if you've, what did I say earlier? If you've created an identity and an image about yourself, you're going to do what you got to keep it up. Uh, poverty mentality. That's the first thing I yep. thought when you said that. Mm -hmm. you you're gonna do, you you're going to do, you're going to do whatever you need to do to keep that image going. Oh, if yep. I got to steal, I'm going to steal. If I got to lie, I'm going to lie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. If I got to hurt, I'm a hurt. And and you got to be careful. God tell Marty, I feel this thing coming on me. You got to be careful because what will happen is you'll begin, your empathy and your sympathy will begin to detox out of you. Mm. Those are the things that you need. We need empathy and sympathy to feel people. Yes. But a narcissist doesn't have that. Let me let me go to let me go. We got 10 minutes. Let me go and give you an example of a male. A lot of people want to understand why males cheat and they have all these girls and they just, you know, do what they do. You, you know what they do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did you not know they too are addicted to their ego and their image they've created? Mm. So the number of women that they get, and especially if she's a particular woman and you can get her, it feeds your ego. Mm. Yeah, I can I can still get her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not necessarily addicted. I'm, I'm just going to say 
because I'm real. You're not addicted to the sex. You're addicted to, oh, that's another one on my belt. That that your image. Mm, it feeds your image. Yeah. You got to starve no. that ego. Wow. You've got to starve it. First of all, don't create an image. Let God give you your identity. And when he does, he's going to make it so powerful where you don't have to do nothing but authentically be yourself. Yes. yes. Mm -hmm. I'm going to stop right there. I'm getting excited. No, that's good. I'm, keep going. Keep going. Girl, you're preaching. I'm, I'm I wasn't even trying to do that. You know what I'm but I can't, I can't help it. Like, I really do try to stay... Yes, I do. Yes. <laughs> I do. Yes. You just said that. That ain't you. I, exactly. It's not. <laughs> that ain't you. This is uncommon women. You is going to be yourself. <laughs> I, I do. And, and, and you see, it still kind of messes with my mind. Like when I get all excited, like I can feel it in me. Like it'll say, I'll say, oh, yeah, yeah, I need to calm down. Yes, I do. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I'll say that to myself. You see, I just said it on here, right? This is live. So. <laughs> this is a safe space. This is a safe space for everyone that's viewing, everyone that's a part of Uncommon Women. That's what I want. I want a platform to show that it's okay being yourself. It's okay exactly. being authentic. Yep. It's okay being a little hood because I get a little hood at times. Yep. You know? Oh, yeah, I got that too now. <laughs> and it's country. And it's country. <laughs> right, country right, and right. Hood. <laughs> but as long as we bring it back, you know. That's it. I tell my students, I said, you know, yep. we can get a little mm -hmm. like that, but we need to be professional in the clinic. Yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> There's always a time and place. It is, it is, it is, it is, it is. <laughs> Oh my oh, goodness. <laughs> that was so good. Go ahead, Jenny. I'm sorry. I'll be talking. Oh no, it's okay. <laughs> I, was gonna, I was just gonna ask her, where can we find you on how to connect? Okay, so I have a website. Um, I believe it was put up earlier, www.d that's T-H-E-E uh, beautycoach.org. Um, and all of my social media sites is connected in that website. So that's how people can pretty much um, you know, get a hold of me. They can send me an email. Okay. And can you just tell us a little bit about how you help? Is it just women that you help or do you help both women and men? I do help men and women. Women how and men. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just so weird because <laughs> let me just say this. I know we got like five minutes, but it's just so weird how God has equipped me with the knowledge of men and I'm not a man. Mm -hmm. mm. it's the strangest thing but just like i broke down that example about there's a reason why they do what they do mm -hmm. there's an inner mm -hmm. little boy in there that needs healing and their pride won't let them admit it yep it's true, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. true. Mm -hmm. this is why they're not now now we're gonna use what his name russell uh russell wilson is that Sierra? Oh, everyone, everyone that pray, prays for the prayer that every woman wants. Yeah, we, we, we're just going to use that for an example. From what we see, mm -hmm. um, he seems like a, a really good man, a really right. good husband. They come a dime a dozen. Yeah. Because you've got, as a man, as a leader, you've really got to take a hold of yourself. Yep. And not allow your ego to run you. Yes. You've got to become, it's a balance that a man has to have. See, I'm not a man, but I know this because I get my revelation truly from God because I'm not a man, mm -hmm. but there's a balance 
that a lot of these good husbands and these good boyfriends actually have. Everybody didn't have a great daddy as a role model. Come on. But they learned some things. They had to detox. They had to dismantle. They had to set boundaries with whoever they were around over a period of time to yes. be the type of boyfriend, to be the type of husband that they need to be. Mm. So true. Mm. Wow. Deep. I don't even know what to say after that. I'm yeah, definitely. I know. <laughs> you you got as a man, just, you, you got it just makes you do. it just makes you think. Yeah, it does. As a man, yeah. you got the Lord told me a couple of years ago, he said, Amber, you're going to be a relationship expert. You said, what, me? What? <laughs> like I wasn't this is stuff I'm not looking for. Mm -hmm. But this is stuff that I can do. A man has he he has to get to a place where when he becomes one with her, he cannot be afraid to tell his mama, sister, cousin, uncle, aunt, whomever. No, that's my wife. You're not. Uh, uh, no, that's not. That's not what yeah. we want to do. <laughs> that's not what we want to do. And if his mama, cousin, sister, uncle, aunt, act crazy. We're cutting uh, boundaries. Uh, no. Yes. No. 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 That is a man. Men, men ain't no. ready to handle that like that yet. No. Because you're still letting mama and sister and cousin mm -hmm. handle your wife all types of ways. Yep. Mm -hmm. mm -mm. It starts when you date. If yep. he can't, and, and, and we're not talking about him acting like or, or she acting like your wife or your husband when you date. No, no, no. But you're going to see signs of certain things that he's going to set in order when you date. Mm -hmm. And if he doesn't do it in dating, it's going to get worse in marriage. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think a lot of people try to think, well, when we get married, things will change. If it, nope. if it didn't nope. change while y'all was dating. Yep. Mm -hmm. my, see, that's where, see, this is where this trips <laughs> me out because, baby, you ain't God. Mm -hmm. nope. You ain't got that mm -hmm. power to change no one. Exactly. Every podcast I get on, I don't sit here and say, I'm finna change people. Mm -hmm. I'm finna educate you. Yes. Yep. I'm finna give you knowledge. Yep. And at the end of the day, after you hear this education, after you hear this knowledge, you're gonna go home and hmm, think. Guys, at the end of the day, yep. you, mm -hmm. you make the decision. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. That's good. That's real good. Yeah. Definitely drop some gems. Yep. Mm -hmm. So, um, Amber, yes. is there anything you would like to share or anything else that, or any other advice that you would like to give the men and women? I think one of the things that I want to share last is um, be confident in your lane. Mm -hmm. And if you stay focused in your lane and what you supposed to be doing, you don't have enough space to be worrying about anyone else. So mm. true. Nope. You don't have it. You're not filled with, oh, what I see on this Facebook page, what I see them doing, what, 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 what. And then what about you? This is why a lot of individuals are not where they need to be today. Mm-hmm. Because you so focused, worrying about what well, they look like this. Well, I did, 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 did. You're so focused with everything else. You're not focused with you. Yeah. And you're the main one that needs your attention. Mm. Wow. That's great. 
Well, I just hope, uh, you know, to our listeners, you know, hopefully you take something from this because she gave a lot of good jams, like Shanira said, and you got me even thinking here, just like (laughs) the time she's speaking, you know, and God has really used you. And he really has used you. And I can just tell just with your presence. So, and that's amazing what God can do. Um, but at any, uh, but anyways, um, we have a question that we ask all our guest speakers. Okay. What makes you want to comment? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you. I think you already know that. You know, I'm country. I'm <laughs> not a little prissy. Yes. <laughs> um, but no, no. But seriously, um, I think it was just what I just shared. You know, what makes me uncommon is I stay in my lane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And w- just with the comment that you just said, God use me. I'm, I feel so humbled by that. I told, um, th- I was on a podcast earlier today as I was sharing. And one of the things, and the girl was like, oh my God, I love that. One of the things that I made a vow to myself is that humility will be my portion. Mm. Oh, yes. And I'm not talking about false humility. I'm talking about real humility where I'm not trying to get nothing from nobody. If I can help you with something, I can help you, but I I ain't want nothing from you. You, you can't help me do what I need to do. Only God can do that. Yes. Yeah. That's why Mm -hmm. humility will forever be my portion. I love that. I love that. That That's what makes me uncommon. Mm -hmm. Humility. And I thank you for being obedient and, you know, taking taking time out of you know turning 30 and just yeah taking heed to your life because mm-hmm. the growth that has came upon you has helped mm-hmm. others that mm-hmm. continue to um help others and to flourish as i can see through this mm-hmm. woman i appreciate you for being obedient and just listening to the Holy Spirit and moving. The oh, way wow. Yes. You know, yes. it's funny when she was, I think you were praying earlier and she said ministry. And I, when I was I had, like, I'm surprised I didn't see me. I was like, <laughs> My I am not, and I know we still lie, but I love it. Uh-huh. I am not one of these people that gets on Facebook and social media with my ministry. Like, oh, that makes me feel a little bit, I'm just not like, so when you said it, and the reason why I'm, I'm saying this because many people have said this to me. It's like, Amber, this is a ministry. I was like, it is <laughs> like, I don't see it like that, but because I am a believer first, mm-hmm. I do believe that God has placed suffering in my life um, for such a time as this, mm-hmm. the suffering mm-hmm. that I've gone through for such a time as this is to get women and men aware of the changes that needs to take place in their life, but yeah. only they can do it. I only help with education and knowledge. Mm. So if you want to call that minute that ministry, that's ministry. <laughs> and truth. Shoot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it all comes, it all comes with truth. Yes. And I love that. You you came here this evening with the truth and nothing but the truth. Wow. And able to just speak from experience and educating. Yeah. And I thank you for that. And that's probably why the enemy got in the computers and because mm-hmm. he knew what was about to happen. 
<laughs> we still went live. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> we all, you already know something to break loose, bust loose, as they look right, like, right, like busting loose. You know, if in the bust loose, when the enemy start acting up and stuff, right. <laughs> um, again, thank you for coming on, and um, I am so honored to have had you this evening, um, oh, Amber. Wow. Very humbling. Very humbling. So thank you to everyone um, that tuned in this evening. Um, make sure that you check out our website for our apparel at www.uncommonwomen.net. As well as make sure you come out and check out our YouTube channel, Uncommon Women Podcast. Uh, like and subscribe. And make sure you come check me out um, April 12th at 7 p.m. Eastern on Instagram live. Um, we have someone that's going to come on and speak on autism um, awareness. Um, mm -hmm. She's uh, she's going to come on and speak on her testimony, uh, her testimony, and give some wonderful advice um, and some insight, and just come to educate you all. And as well as I'm, I am currently looking for someone to um, for the month of June for blindness and brain awareness. Mm. So if you or anyone that wants to come on and educate or speak on your story, you can also directly email me at uncommon3women at gmail.com. And like we always say, stay uncommon. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>